future. I'll be the future. <clears throat> Hello, friends. Welcome to the Youth Ministry 101 podcast, a place where you can learn tips, tricks, and hear stories to help reach youth in your life, parish, and youth group. Feel free to take a drink. Josh, <laughs> did you hear it? I heard it a little bit. I rotated. Okay. <laughs> and then it was You're like, trying to get the product placement going. You're <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh, I can't recreate this. Uh, <laughs> Take you. Yeah, no, no, no. This is oh, gold. This is, this, <laughs> this is happening. This is live. Okay. Um, I don't remember what I was saying before, but welcome to the podcast, Tips everybody. Tricks. Tips and tricks. Mm. Oh, to reach youth in your life, parish, and youth group. Mm. Um, yeah, to share in the love and joy of Jesus Christ in His church. That's what our goal is. We want people to share in the love and joy of Christ in His church. Um, my name is Matthew. For those of you who don't already know, and I'm joined here by introduce yourself and your favorite toothbrush color. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you caught me off guard already. Okay, um, my name's Josh. <laughs> <laughs> the camera literally went to me. You guys are so photogenic. You guys are so photogenic. Don't like, hit the table. <laughs> I forgot to mention look that. At these Normally, people things. like are like afraid to look at the camera. Oh, They're like, really? kind of like avoid. You guys are just like straight. Like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> this is my big break. <laughs> okay. Uh, my name is Josh. Faith. <laughs> Stop. My name is Josh. My fa- okay, no. My name is Faith. My favorite toothbrush color. Um, let's say minty green because it matches the color of my mm. toothpaste. Oh, how do you know when to stop then? Like you're like you. Uh, <laughs> it all looks like a toothpaste. What if you like brush your teeth with the wrong end? Then that's that's a me problem. That's a learning experience, and I won't ever do it again. That's how okay. wisdom happens by mistakes. <laughs> you know we're here too, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I like think I'm avoiding. Mic I think I'm avoiding this side because I keep looking. At Don't it. look at my notes; they're secret. <laughs> so I'm trying to <clears throat> not look that. It's okay. Mm. How about you, Josh? What's your yeah, name? So my name is Josh Faith. Josh Faith. <laughs> um, Josh. Josh Bruce. That's Welcome, my, Josh yeah. Bruce. And uh, my favorite toothpaste, uh, toothbrush. <laughs> toothbrush color. My favorite toothbrush color is white. Ooh. Because then it's also a scale for how well you've been doing oh. with brushing so your teeth. So you can see how white your teeth are. Yeah, it's, oh. a good, it's like, you know. Wow. Okay, you, know you must have about? very white teeth. Mm. Let's see them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give give us a smile. Let's focus in there. Let's zoom in, <laughs> Faith. <laughs> Enhance that. There you go. <laughs> Pearly whites. All right. I neglected <clears throat> brushing my teeth for like me too. a decent amount of my childhood. Yeah. Adulthood. <laughs> right well, now. Is this an expose? <laughs> no, it's just that's just reality. It's okay. just Same. Like that's real. Oh. My, one of my cardinal sins is probably like laziness. So. Okay, we're getting getting deep. Let's get to the deep questions here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I dive. I also as a child. Well, sorry. Uh, when you I was younger, childhood. I was, yes. <laughs> but I had neglected brushing my teeth all the time. And then my orthodontist, before I got braces, he was like, you have to start brushing your teeth or else we're not going to give you braces. Ooh. And I was like, all right. So then for the next three months, I just had a radical change. And that I think was a that, threat. Honestly, like that could be incorporated into my um, testimony. <laughs> That's like when a lot of things changed. When you started oh. brushing your teeth? Yeah. <laughs> no, I just started I like taking life that. more seriously. Yeah, oh, brushing your teeth, making your bed. Yeah, still yeah. don't do that. I believe it. My first question for you guys, mm-hmm. if you had a wildly successful podcast and you could have anyone on past or present so they don't have to be alive currently, who would you have on your show? 
Matthew Bentley. <laughs> yeah, I Stop. this is perfect. As Stop. It is. I don't have any dreams beyond this reality. <laughs> you need higher dreams. <laughs> okay, no, I've <clears throat> always wanted to um, pick at the brains of good songwriters. Oh. Like my favorite songs, and I I want to like interview the people that write the music and just like hear the story behind the lyrics. Cool. That's, that's what I want to do. Did you just hear me burp? A little bit. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it's okay. Don't There's worry. So much pressure. I like, <laughs> I've like brushed my nose probably three times, and normally I wouldn't know the number of times I've brushed my nose. But now you're like it's self every single time. It's just like four, <laughs> six. <laughs> Whoa. Let's do a little tally. Yeah. Do you edit this one? <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Josh? Who would you have on? Who would I have on <clears throat> if I had a wildly successful podcast? Yeah. Anybody. Like Padre Pio, Taylor Swift, anybody. Neither, yeah, she's neither of those. For different, <laughs> for different <laughs> reasons. Okay. Padre Pio spoke Italian. Oh, that would yeah. be a really hard so conversation. Like, he probably huh? could understand you. <laughs> <laughs> Subtitles. Um, Translator. <clears throat> yeah. I don't... There's like... There's a lot... I Like, I guess... See, I, my mind always goes to like, okay, what's my podcast about? Mm-hmm. And then like, you know. What's the purpose? Mm-hmm. All, oh, all those fun questions. <sighs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's stressed um, about his question. I would have, you know, I, I've always thought it'd be funny to like interview St. Joseph and he's just like chilling mm. there. Like, <laughs> he's like, I'm not. A- <laughs> like the video with Pierre where he's just like. <laughs> yeah, that, was <laughs> that is a funny video. Yeah, mm. that'd be fun. Pick at the brain of St. Joseph. Yeah, that would be good. I think I would. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. That's okay. I feel like That's you'd be the pod, you'd be the <laughs> podcaster that thinks of the title <clears throat> after the tangent. Mm. Like you'd just talk for thirty minutes and then you'd come up with a theme. Mm. That would be your style of podcast. And the name of the podcast would be After the Tangent. Oh. Whoa! <laughs> Can I come? <laughs> yeah. And then we'll have a segment called Music, Faith mm-hmm. and Music. Oh, faith. And then I'll interview my songwriters. <laughs> you hit the table again. <laughs> <laughs> you do that a lot. You're like, really? Yeah. That's how I express my emotions. You can be expressive, just not on the table. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think if I had a wildly successful podcast, you know who I'd have on? Who? Josh. Oh, okay. That's my joke. You, ah. That was so, it would be fun. It's fun right now. It's fun. We just need the wildly successful part now. (laughs) (laughs) Like and subscribe if you haven't already. (laughs) Also, a big thank you to our co-missionaries who support us. If you'd like to become co-missionary, you can head to netcanada.ca. Just earlier in the office today, I was hiding behind the wall and Faith walked in. I was like, love. (laughs) And then I misquoted misquoted the meme. Yeah, you know the... Explain it to us, Pete. The There's a vine, really old. Oh, sorry. There's a vine of this guy saying, why is everyone afraid of love? <laughs> and then he creeps up onto this... Uh, on, in, he creeps up to this woman at the grocery store and he's just like, love! And then she's like, oh. <laughs> she's like startled. <laughs> why is everyone afraid of love? Yeah. <laughs> so we did that. And then I misquoted. I was like, why are you scared of love? Yeah. And you're like, you misquoted it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, reel it in. Reel it in. Okay, let's reel it into the actual uh, to the yeah, theme of the video um, podcast. Um, the main theme we're talking about today is what role do youth play in the church? Big topic. Mm-hmm. Yep. Big topic. And the first specific question I have 
for you guys. This is just like popcorn style. Mm-hmm. No pressure. Um, how do you see... Well, let me read this right. Um, how do you... How, Faith is trying so know, hard like, let me take to not look at yeah, yeah. the you, Faith, can you read the first question? Oh. I actually can't read it very well. Here, yeah. It's because it's an also, I might also <laughs> wrote it wrong. So. Okay. How did you see yourself as a youth in the church growing up? Slash, what role did you... What role did you see yourself playing in the grand scheme of things? Okay. Mm. I was reading it wrong because I wasn't reading it past tense. I was like, how do you see yourself as a oh. youth in the church? I'm like, are we youth? <laughs> kind of. But okay, how did you see yeah, how did you see youth? yourself? Here, you can live your dream of reading the paper. You can, Let me just, just Can you just lead the podcast? <laughs> 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 yeah, so how did you see yourself <clears throat> when you were a, a youngin, a youth, um, in the church? The, Im- the image that comes to mind is like, you know, when your parents are like trying to get like make you get ready for church and stuff like that, and it's like, mm-hmm. why aren't you dressed yet? Oh my gosh, you can't wear that to church, <laughs> and yep. just like literally dragging you out the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, as it, I think that's the image that first comes to mind. Like when I was a young, like I would say, like probably like seven or eight or something like that. It was always just kind of like I was being drugged there, mm-hmm. dragged there mm-hmm. by my parents. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't being drugged. <laughs> My parents <laughs> did not <laughs> drug me. <laughs> you were being dragged to church. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they like drag you. The, it's just like they're dragging you there, and it's kind of like you're. I don't. I didn't really feel like I had a faith of my own, mm-hmm. or. Why? <laughs> 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 so many faith. Puns sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I didn't really feel like I had a, a faith of my own or a church of my own. It was just kind of like, this is what my parents mm-hmm. make me do, similar to brushing my teeth. Mm. The parallels. Yeah. Full yeah. circle. So um, definitely that was where, where I was when I was like more of a child. But there came like a point when mm-hmm. I started to take a little bit more ownership or be able to... Um, yeah, just actually explore explore the church for myself, explore faith for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, At what point was that? Like, how old do you think you were when that started happening? Um, I can very obviously pinpoint it because it was, this is going to feel like us just patting ourselves on the back mm-hmm. because it was when a net team. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's why you're getting on That's okay. Here. Net can, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, basically a net team came to my <coughs> parish um, when I was in grade seven. And okay. when they came there, um, it's funny, like, I don't, I don't think we do this that much anymore, but they used to do like these promos for youth nights that would happen just like as an announcement at the end of mass. And sometimes mm. they would be pretty like lively and rambunctious. Okay. I specifically remember like one time, I don't even remember what the youth night was, but somebody came yelling down the middle aisle of the church, oh just gosh. like, and like the net team did this? Yeah, it was a joyful yell though. Yes. Mm. It wasn't like you trying to be, ah, like, <laughs> <laughs> none of that bird, bird yelling. It was, Pro. but I, I remember just mm. being like, what the heck is going on? Um, and, yeah, and yeah. I just like started started going to the youth group, and I don't know why that's what brought me in, 
maybe it was just because it was a young person talking about Jesus. And, mm. um, and so started going to youth group and it got to the point where like my parents were like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to church. <laughs> and I started to actually be more involved in my faith than actually mm. my parents were. Wow. Um, yeah. But I don't know what that's kind of like, it's like how it progressed and mm-hmm. then, yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I don't know if that answered the question. Yeah, yeah. You how were, did you, you see yourself? That, uh, how did I see myself? The <laughs> direct church. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. How would mm-hmm. you feel? Um, I would say, sorry, I keep looking. Um, I was, I was like the happy-go-lucky youth. Mm. I, I had a community. Mm. I was like born into a very charismatic and joyful and fun community Mm. and i just had friends so um i felt very safe and secure Mm -hmm. on weekends i was always going to like an event where my friends were going to be my parents were very involved as well so they would go to like household meetings and i would come because my friends were there Mm. and yeah i had yeah i had no no issues with community living Mm -hmm. um and I went, I, I guess I just had no reason to not question, like, what, no reason to question the joy of the Lord. Mm. And, um, yeah, I, I think back to my youth days and it was a good time. Mm. And I feel like, so when Josh was saying um, he, uh, he encountered the net team and he encountered, like, joyful people, I feel like I was those joyful people. Mm. And mm. I didn't, it wasn't because I was trying to evangelize, but I just had that joy and people were like, ooh, that's fun. So mm. I feel like I was those people, just different time. Mm. Yeah. And, um. So even as a, even as like a kid. Oh like, yeah. Mm. Oh, just wow. a lot of playing and a lot of yeah. coming to things that I knew my friends were going to be at and it was wholesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, this is a completely different answer. Never mind. <laughs> But that's that's like amazing mm-hmm. to me because like I like the only time I was joyful like in church as a kid was at the end of the church, at the end of mass when uh, Father Father Larry would have this like basket full of suckers mm-hmm. and we would okay. just like book it out of the church and be like I want a sucker and that was like you know this whole church thing kind of kind of boring that? but yeah. priest <laughs> like that guy <laughs> he's got got the candy yeah oh man yeah something that like at my church as well we had a candy machine in the back no you didn't a we machine. did it, it was like at school attached to um okay oh the yeah church. I've been there. shout out to our lady of lourdes parish in saskatoon um and the candy machine was like where all the posse of boys would go and hang out and like <laughs> there was <laughs> sometimes so sometimes you'd be like dad i have to go to the bathroom and, and then my dad would just like let me go to the bathroom and i would just go out to the back of the candy machine and just like stare in it and get like, can- just, oh, you don't even i get never brought candy. candy i would press the button like check under it he just admired it change but then eventually sometimes like there'd be like a kid that a brought stray. money he brought like his like, mm. dad give me a five and he would buy candy and like share skittles with people Wow! Oh, in yeah. the back during like the homily <laughs> Wait, a five dollar bill that's a lot of money wow that's yeah. intense yeah. like i i did the bathroom trick too yeah you gotta go to the bathroom. as like a kid i would just be like it, like always timed it where it was either like during the homily yeah um or like right after receiving oh my gosh i can't believe i did that right after <laughs> receiving communion as a kid i would just be like yeah, i gotta go to the bathroom and I would just go, and would I would just, go? I would just like 
walk around and <laughs> like literally just be in the bathroom for an extended amount of time. <laughs> You're just like, wow. yeah, there's just like, I just want to get out and be free. Sort yeah. of like feeling. Mm-hmm. And even if your friends weren't there, it was like it beat being and having to sit in church. Yeah. And then it was like once I started altar serving, that's when I like, I had oh. something to do in the mass. Uh, so you couldn't get distracted. <clears throat> yeah. So that's kind of an interesting point too, because I feel like I like, when I started to feel like I was more a part of the church, I was like going to youth group. Mm-hmm. And um, at that point though, I didn't really feel like I had a role in the church as much as it was just like, okay, I'm a part of something now, mm-hmm. which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when I, when I, I remember I was actually downstairs in my basement practicing trombone because oh. I was in grade nine. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. <laughs> There's my trombone solo. <laughs> nice. Uh, the best part is, like, the, with the trombone, just doing this thing where you, like, you blow and then you go, like, like this, because mm-hmm. it's, like, brrrr. It's, like, <laughs> best sound, best sound. Um, but I, I was practicing tramb- trombone in the basement, and my my mom and her church music friends were upstairs practicing. Mm-hmm. And at one point, the music, uh, the music leader came downstairs and he was like, would you ever be interested in singing like in the, mm, in the band? And I was like, I was mm. like, uh, like, I guess. And honestly, the only reason I said yes is because the, the leader mm-hmm. of the music ministry was also a leader at the youth group. And mm-hmm. he was like my favorite leader, mm. Mark or Tim Coe, who will probably yeah. never listen to this, but, <laughs> um, just like great, great guy. And so I was like, the only reason I did it was because. It was because of him. And then yeah. it's like I started to actually feel like I had a role in the church. And that's, mm-hmm. so it's interesting, you starting to altar serve, mm-hmm. like you where you actually were involved in mass, mm-hmm. that you started to like feel mm-hmm. some sense of like responsibility. Yep. And it was with Sam Jean or Sam Jean, I call him here on net. <laughs> he we, interviewed me. We were, he did? Yeah. Oh, for net? Yeah. Oh. No, just in life. <laughs> he just called me up and interviewed me. Can I have you on the podcast? You're a popular no, what? <laughs> <laughs> um but we we were i was about to say fools and hooligans we were fooligans oh nice we, with san jean oh on on the altar for my first mass i was so nervous i almost threw up before mass oh, oh no and i was like i can't be a candle bearer my mom had to like convince me i was there was tears before i was like so nervous because i didn't want to be up at the front and Sam John just like made it seem so easy and he was like so good about it. But we were also fooligans on the altar. Like we were like <laughs> oh taking our hands into our altar robes and like pumping our hearts out and like, <laughs> and like <laughs> pretending to like, oh, maybe that was with Mark O'Reilly. Do you ever play with the cincher? Uh, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. a little spin. Like, yeah. We didn't That's have That's the rope. We had, uh, we had yeah. interesting uh, yeah. alt. Yeah, investment. Oh, okay. Yeah, investment. That's cool. Anyways, yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> was like, yeah, it was, it was, it was good though. But then it eventually like deepened and just kept altar serving and mm-hmm. so yeah but like <clears throat> this is a random question this isn't on the paper so <gasps> don't worry you won't see it there <laughs> um like were you guys like existential as kids like <laughs> did you like think about the grand scheme of things in the sense of like when you know when this priest this is kind of a weird thought but it's like when this priest dies and everybody here is like no longer here who's gonna keep things oh. running no, you think about that? I did not think like that. Okay. I was that guy that was like, that guy. This is, there's a meme about this. Yeah. When you look at the chandeliers in church and you're like, who's going to die if that falls? <laughs> like you line it up. <laughs> I was that like, oh, thinking. yeah. I, I you thought know, about you look that around too, yeah. and you're like, what would happen if? Yeah. So you thought about death, but in a different way. It's like if a chandelier <laughs> yeah. randomly fell. You're I thought, about the I thought about like how, like if this priest dies, mm-hmm. 
who's going to give me lollipops on Sunday? <laughs> That's the easily replaceable. And then that's when the Lord said, "You, will get the lollipop." Peace, prophet, and king. Yeah, no, I on like I don't know. I wasn't that much of like a a deep deep thinker like as a kid. Like, did you? A little bit. Yeah, that's why I was asking. Wow, I believe it. Because I was like, how? I was like, who's gonna keep this show running? You know. And but I didn't think about it too often. But I would say I was pretty deep thinker. To a certain level, I didn't get too far, <laughs> but yeah, you just like um, wonder about like what what's the future, and and then you and then mainly the main thing that would come up after, after that is like fear, of, like what if I'm the one who's supposed to, <laughs> oh, <run? they're> like, <laughs> or like who's gonna me. run church like youth group? I hope it's not me. But then like, but then other people like rose to the occasion, and I remember mm. seeing that of like, you know, peer witness started doing. Um, uh, youth ministry in our church and like cool. seeing them do that and then like catching the joy that they, that they had shout mm-hmm. out to Sean Roach like <laughs> in our in our youth group and like <clears throat> I remember being like okay if there's a team of people and it's not all on you this mm-hmm. is probably possible but before that I had like no interest in getting involved aside from just like altar serving mm-hmm. like, this is the limit this is the extent of my helpfulness here <laughs> oh that's but, interesting yeah yeah like when I when I think about that, like I think about, um, for me having, start like having started my encounter with Jesus, like sort of in that grade seven time when, mm-hmm. um, the net team came to my parish and started up youth ministry. Mm-hmm. So that youth program started up, and then um, one of the net members actually ended up becoming the youth minister at my church, mm-hmm. and he still is today, which is so cool. Whoa. Like what, wow. probably I think he's. Now the longest running youth minister in the Archdiocese wow, of Toronto, Ray Reitzel. Um, yeah, awesome, awesome man. And he started; he became the youth minister there. Um, and so it's kind of just like, oh, well, net, net team left. Now Ray's here, yeah. mm-hmm. and Ray's never left. So, <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> but like, I did, I did think about, um, especially in like going into high school and like now it's like there's this junior high youth ministry that I can help with that I like benefited so much from. And so for me, it was just natural. I just like, was like, I'm going to be, I'm going to start leading this, helping to lead this youth ministry. And I think the same thing will happen when mm. the people come out of high school, like come out of the, our junior high youth program, they're just going to want to help with the high school youth program. And, mm. um, doesn't always happen that way like that is kind of like an idealist mindset but like for me it was just kind of it was very natural for me Mm. and then it was like when I graduated high school it was like okay well I'm gonna help out at the um at the high school youth group now Mm -hmm. so uh, wow well done for your youth ministers for making that like a natural process mm -hmm. that's cool kind of same in my community we um you just kind of have that like expectation that uh you're next like, mm-hmm. um, next up. what it literally looks like is you have like a retreat, you're a participant at this retreat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that camp, there's training for the next camp. And mm. if you're not a participant, you're a staff member. So Whoa. it's kind of just like the next step of like, oh, I'm going to lead a small group in, yeah. the, in the next one. And I'm probably going to give a testimony. Cool. Um, or mm. I'm probably going to be in skits. So yeah. like, 
yeah, there was always just a like, oh, it's going to happen soon because that's just the way of life on mm-hmm. in this community. Yeah, it's like school. Yeah. It's like you're going to graduate at some Next point. Level. <laughs> Next level. Next step. Next step. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I am listening, but I realize my ringtone is still on. Oh. Um, I don't know if you heard that little sound effect. I think I did. It was, I just, it was just time. Just per- like, nope. Yeah. Nope. So I'm turning that off, apologizing to everybody. What were you saying? I said trombone. Yeah. Solo. Wait, why? <laughs> That's that what I heard like in the background. Like, <laughs> oh. There's a phone in here. Where's yeah. the phone? <laughs> yeah. But <God>. what she <laughs> said was great. Yes, next. No, it's fine. <laughs> next step. I was just affirming that. Mm-hmm. You kind of had that same sort of mentality of like, yeah. ne- next up, yeah. I'm on deck. But it was like a know? safe, it wasn't like a freak out, like, oh no, it's all on me. Yeah, because yeah. we were all doing it together. Mm-hmm. We were all taking the next step together. Um, I do move my hands a lot. And um, yeah, that's cool. Yep, that's very mm. healthy to think that way. Um, I had a question, and now it's gone. Well, it'll come back soon. So, but you you said that your experience was like you you didn't think of yourself being the next. I like didn't mm. want to be. I didn't want the mm. responsibility to be d- bestowed on me because yeah. I saw it as like a vacuum almost. Like it's like eventually it's gonna fall on somebody. Right. And if I keep alter serving, eventually people are gonna notice that. I'm the one who's helping, and then they'll, I'll probably get asked. So I was like afraid of that happening. Uh, <laughs> that also explains why. That you'll get asked to be leader. a priest, or uh, maybe. Oh. That's where the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, <him>. the, exactly. <laughs> Speaking as a kid who never altar served, it doesn't matter if you altar serve in church. Pe- young, like, lady, old ladies are gonna ask you. They're gonna say that you, they think you should be a priest. <laughs> oh yeah. If you're a young person, young man. Church. Preferably in the pews. <laughs> I'll take number one. <laughs> um, if you're a young man in church, then like yeah. people are just going to be like, oh, you're going to make yeah. such a great priest. Can I read the Bible and get married? Yeah. <laughs> Can I just have babies and make them priests? <laughs> That's just what I assume goes on in <laughs> men when they don't want to be told that. Kind of, maybe not that direct, but. <laughs> so, what do you see, like, as the future in the church for youth. How <clears throat> how do we, oh, here, it came back. Um, how do we communicate this to young people? That it's like, you have a role in the church, mm-hmm. but don't mm-hmm. be afraid because it's not all going to be on you. Like, yeah, and, and be, we've talked about our experiences, and there's obviously people come from different places. Some people aren't even going to be thinking about that in the sense of like, oh, like, I have to step up and do something. Um, and no, but not everybody needs to think like that because then everybody would be walking around with a weight on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, is there like a certain age range that it's like, this is when we need to start giving more responsibility to people or expecting more or asking more of people? Mm-hmm. I have like a million thoughts. Yes. yes <laughs> okay. When you fun. said you were saying <clears throat> something, oh, when you started music ministry, yeah, you were doing it because of someone. Mm-hmm. Like you were doing it because there was an influential role model in your life and you were like, mm-hmm. And I liked to sing. Yeah, mm. you, you like to sing. And you are good at singing. You're good at singing. But the motivation was like, oh, this this person who I look up to is going to be there, so I want to be there. Mm-hmm. And I think it just like, yeah, there's always, like you're always attracted to where you don't feel alone. Like mm. you don't feel like you're going to be the only one there. Right. Mm. Um, yeah, I... 
I think I had that security of like, I'm I'm not going to be alone in it. So it's going to be a joint effort and it's mm. going to be fun as well. Mm. Because, yeah, it's not all on me. But what's hard is if no one is thinking like that, everyone's mm. waiting mm. for everyone else. Like yep. everyone's waiting for the first person. But mm. what if you have to be the first person? <laughs> but yeah, if if you just do it, like if you just take that... Um, Especially influential people. Like, mm. if you know that you are someone that people follow or that mm -hmm. people are attracted to in the most humble way possible, right. but if you know you have that charism, um, mm. take that first step and it will, yeah, people will come and follow and mm -hmm. it will look attractive and it won't look daunting. Mm. I, yeah. But it's just hard to convince people to be the first person mm -hmm. because the risk like what if no one follows and it is all on me because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. it happens too but yeah have you ever seen that video of the it's like about the first follower yes no. where they're that's <laughs> what i was trying to explain they, without yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's yeah, like there's this like video of it's at like a an outdoor concert and everybody's kind of listening to the music but everyone's kind of just like sitting and watching like they've got their blankets rolled out it seems like a very nice environment honestly but then this one guy in the video just like gets up and starts dancing and he's dancing wildly like he's like god he's like so free like His arms like as well, right? uh yeah i wasn't gonna mention oh. that part but it's true um no, it's vulnerable and it's yeah it's wacky david before yeah. the war yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe not, maybe yeah not let's make it pastoral <laughs> but yeah so he's he's like he's just going wild Whoa. and then there it yeah, was, right. it's it's hilarious watching it it's like this guy dancing and then all of a sudden somebody is running towards him like from the from out of the frame of the shot and yeah. just like runs towards him and starts Join dancing him. with him oh. and then all of a sudden just like three yeah. four ten twenty until there's like a whole crowd basically everybody who was originally just like sitting yeah like started yeah. started dancing yeah Whoa. exactly you know like holy cow and that's like the image i think that um it's like some somebody has to be that first one but how how does that happen Mm -hmm. Like for me, um, Mark like noticed, he was like, oh, Josh, I know that he likes to sing. He's been in like the school musicals mm -hmm. and, and he knew that he knew that about me because he had a relationship with me from high, like from high school youth group. Mm -hmm. And, um, and he, and he just was bold yep. and mm -hmm. said, like, do you want to be a part of this? Mm -hmm. And from him asking and it's like, okay, you know, I, yeah. like I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. And I think that's, that's what I see. What, what was the question again? I think uh, I'm answering it, but I made it yeah. up. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. What like, what, like, I think <laughs> it was like, what, what's your message to young people? Like, so they oh. don't feel, um, I guess afraid or so they don't feel like it's all on them. Mm -hmm. yeah, I th yeah. I, I guess what I was getting to is just like, s you need somebody somebody just needs to ask a young person to do something mm -hmm. because like people, I think that there is a, sometimes like a negative outlook that culture has, ha has on young people, like thinking that like they can't contribute that much. It's like, you know, they're not, mm -hmm. they're not in the workforce yet or mm -hmm. whatever. So it's like, they're not providing in society. And yeah. it's like, no, like, it's like, but when it comes to church, um, like St. Paul says, or like in the letter to Timothy, it's like, say not that you are too young. Right. And then like admonishes him to um, 
in his ministry, yeah. you know? When Tiny Tim became Big Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's, like, that's it. Like, Mark invited me, even though I was in grade nine, yep. and was like, do you want to sing with us? Yeah. And I was like, all right, you know? And I would say, actually, there was kind of an effect where um, one of my buddies who, um, who played percussion mm-hmm. ended up being, like, at be getting involved yeah. because like I was like I was singing yeah. and then another buddy like uh, and so it got to yeah. the point where my group of friends yeah. were like it was like I was singing John was playing guitar Alex was singing as well and um Mitchell was playing cajon wow. and it was like only like only high school students mostly high school students in the band yep wow so cool empowerment so cool I think about it as well like in everyday mm-hmm. life when, for example, there's like a, there's a party and I get invited to it. And one of my first questions is like, who else is going to be there? <laughs> or like, how many people are coming? Yeah. And you kind of have to know that you have like a safe place before mm. you get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just, it happens. That's just our human condition, I guess. Yeah. And um, yeah, empowerment, I think mm-hmm. as well. Um, and it's like this balance of... Uh, not feeling needed to the point of like it's all on me, mm-hmm. but feeling necessary and feeling like what I have to offer is good. Mm-hmm. Just f- yeah. So when he when he pursued you in your gift of mm-hmm. singing, mm-hmm. like you knew you had that to offer, and mm-hmm. so it's also so so important to um, give people roles in where they feel confidence and where they feel right. like it's a good thing. Yeah. Because yeah. if you're going to put a young person in administration and they don't love that, mm-hmm. who wants who wants that? You know, like, <laughs> no, yeah. 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 And to be, like, pursued by, like, someone that you respect and to be told these things and, like, mm-hmm. shown love yeah. through that and, like, to be empowered in that way, that's, like, game-changing right. as a young person. Especially, I think, like, in particularly as a young man, mm. to be told it's, like, you have what it takes. Mm. Yeah. That's huge. Yep. That's so big. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, Craig Craig Rochelle, who, um, like, he does, like, a lot of uh, speaking on, like, leadership, especially within the church. Mm-hmm. He says, like, the like there are four, like, bear, like of the most important words in, in leadership are I notice and you matter. Mm. Um, and I think that a lot of young people don't feel noticed and they don't feel like they matter. Yes. Um, and so as, like a youth minister or as a young adult who's involved in the church for you to go out of your way to actually say like, I noticed that uh, you're coming to mass even when your parents aren't. And that's like, and that's awesome. Um, Like it's your, you matter. Like you're, it's important that you're here. Um, And then like actually, and then out of that, I notice you matter, like inviting them into some sort of responsibility, you know, being like, we trust you. Like, yeah. 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 What it takes. I think another um, important thing is commitment. Like, mm-hmm. I feel safe when there are committed people. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily have to be me. <laughs> but I, I like, like, I get there. I yeah. get to the point of like, okay, I want to commit, but it's my buy in. Like, it's my decision. But mm-hmm. when you see that people are committed, an example is um, I'm a supervisor right now, and my net teams are in school ministry. Mm-hmm. They go to the high school. And they've been trying to have small groups, like to start consistent small groups with these students. Mm-hmm. And um, they're just not committing. Like the students aren't mm. saying, 
No, I am no. free every Wednesday and I will come. Yeah. And it's so hard. Yeah. And something that I, a tip that I gave the net team is if you want them to commit, you need to commit and mm. commit whether they're going to show up or not. So mm. it's not, it's not, um, hey, can you come on Wednesdays? It's we'll be there on Wednesdays. You can come or you cannot, yeah. but we'll mm. be there. Mm-hmm. And that just gives them the freedom to decide because young people also can't commit and that's fine. <laughs> yep. But I'm so non-committal. <laughs> yeah. Be the person Speaking that commits. Yeah. And yeah, they're be okay with rejection. Yeah. yeah. Or they're like over committed to everything else. You yeah. Know? yeah. Oh man. Juggling yeah. too many things. Yeah. 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 And another thing is like if a young person has like a knack for leadership or they mm-hmm. have like a knack for something, you can see that at a younger age usually like – and so, like, to develop that early on, it's like, I, mm-hmm. I've noticed, you know, people follow you. Yeah. Yep. Gregory. Yeah. Whatever your name is. And, like, That's my middle name. Oh, oh it is. I'm, Josh, I've noticed people follow you. And, like, yeah. that, that is, like, a, a huge responsibility and, like, mm-hmm. a power that, that you have. And, like, if you use that um, for the glorification of God, that's going to make huge mm. changes in the church. And, like, it's going to be a beautiful thing. Like, yeah. would you want to be a youth leader? Like, mm-hmm. to, to, to yeah. notice and to, like ask something of somebody like that. Yeah. Oh, yep. man. <clears throat> I remember doing that sort of thing um, on my first year of NET. Mm. Uh, I was on a traveling retreat team. We went across the country and did retreats for young people. And um, I remember when I would notice that there was a kid who just, like, when when they say something and answer a question, like, everybody, like, turns and they're like, oh, Matthew's speaking, yeah. you know, or, like, and then, um, and sometimes, like, they, they use their influence badly. Like, it's, like, mm-hmm. they start, like, talking and stuff during a talk and then everybody else will start just, like, because mm-hmm. it's, like, they started it. And, and so yeah. what I would do is, like, if I noticed, like, a, a young person who had that sort of, that sort of influence, mm-hmm. Like, I would actually try to talk to them one-on-one and be like, yo, bro, like, did you notice that, like, I don't know if you know this, but um, I think a lot of your friends look up to you. Mm-hmm. And the, and a lot of times they'll be like, oh, like, what yeah. do you mean? It's no like, one's ever told them that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think a lot of your friends look up to you. And it's like, I notice that, like, like they, they kind of uh, are a little bit more quiet when you talk. And then, and then from that, I would be like, and so I just, I'm just, I need your help with something. Mm, I need um, your help. Mm-hmm. And especially if they're in my small group, I would be like, like, do you mind like trying to answer the question like uh, like that? I'm going to ask like the, in the in next small group, like, mm-hmm. can you just be the first one to answer? And then we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes sometimes they take it like, yeah. you know, yeah. but when they but and when mm-hmm. they do, it's like it changes yeah. the entire entire small group. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's okay. cool. It's real. It's like Jordan Peterson and lobsters. Excuse me? What? <laughs> <laughs> you're a minority here. We don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he talks a lot about lobsters and the hierarchy of oh, humanity and like yeah. how the strong lobsters like. Yeah. Yeah, anyways. Nope. I still finish, haven't. You, you should probably thought. finish your thought for the, for the listeners. Uh, go listen to Jordan Peterson. <laughs> he can say that again. Link below. Lobsters. Next time you see lobsters at the grocery store, think of this. <laughs> Get a lobster. <laughs> Lobster. Rock lobster? Have you ever cooked a lobster? Uh, no, I, but I've seen it done. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do they actually cry when you kill them? A little them? bit. <laughs> yeah, like a squeal. Um, Sorry, I, actually, I actually killed the lobster before I put it in the pot. Oh, Sometimes okay. people don't, but yeah. I was like, I thought, 
a little more yeah. humane. Humane to do it. Yeah, it's yeah. like just instantaneous. Just put it then. Wait, what's the humane thing? <laughs> to just chuck them in the boiling <laughs> to, to water? No, no, no. no. First to kill them first. Them yes. Water, rather okay. than boiling just like them alive. The knife, yeah. you just kind of put it right at, in, in the, the skull. The cranium? The skull, yeah. And then just like. Instant. Instant knockout. <laughs> you got yourself a lobster dinner. I want to see it. Put some butter on that. Mm. Thanks, Jordan Peterson. Yum. <laughs> he taught you how to do that. Lobster rolls. <laughs> lobster rolls are good. Lobster rolls. What is this? Just like a lobster roll. It's what happens when you <laughs> let go of a lobster <laughs> on top of a hill. No, like a roll <laughs> of <Lobster>. bread, <laughs> and then you put lobster <laughs> in the <laughs> bread. <laughs> oh, you kill it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Wow. Okay. Well, I think we're about at the time limit. Oh really? We, yeah, we just started getting into this. We just started we could lobster go like three rolling. Hours. <laughs> we just started. started yeah, rolling. we just started talking about lobster. <laughs> yeah. What? What is this? Um, but I have one more question. Okay. So that, that was a kind of a a bit of a warning. <clears throat> um, what needs to be done now to ensure that we are building up the kingdom? So with with young people, how can we start? What are some practicals mm. forward? Because I think we've covered a lot already. In yeah. Sense of like. Empower people. Notice them. What are the four powerful words you said? I notice you matter. Oh. oh. Yeah. Say it with me. I, I notice, notice <laughs> you matter. <laughs> you, put you didn't, you oh, didn't start singing. I'm trying to say it with you. you. Let's harmonize it. New Zealand. Uh, I notice, notice you matter. <laughs> wow. We can write a song. <laughs> I'm going to interview myself after I write this song. That's who I want on my podcast. <laughs> myself, me. I want to clone to me. We'd have so much fun. <laughs> that's so true. Just been, Be a riot. That's, how, that's the picture from my podcast. Just yeah. me and me doing this to each other. Yeah. Faith <laughs> What was the question? What was the question? Okay, sorry. Oh, yes. um, what needs to be done now to ensure that we are building up the kingdom? With so much. Youth. With so much youth. needs to be done. I, I added some extra things. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> I notice you matter is one thing. Yeah, definitely. Those things, like basically, just like looking, looking <clears throat> for those young people and like actually like giving them responsibility. I think like that's my that's like the takeaway for me. Bestowing responsibility. Yeah, like when I look back on, um, on like my journey, it's like, mm-hmm. um, basically, adults were asking me to to get involved. You know, mm. like my. Um, uh, yeah, uh, just like whether yeah. it was my my uncle who's also who was also a youth minister um, in the Archdiocese of Toronto at the time, like asking me if I wanted to help with a camp, mm-hmm. you know, or Mark asking me if I wanted to be involved with the band, um, Ray asking me if I if I would help like give like a testimony or a talk like at mm-hmm. at youth group, you know, mm-hmm. um, give them responsibility and like they might fall like they might fall flat on their face and like they might clam up like when you ask them to do a prayer yeah. and just like you know and like you ask somebody to do a closing prayer yeah. and they all they do they just kind of stand there and, like god thank you um they, nope. thank Sweat. you <laughs> um th- um our father who are <laughs> <laughs> you know? yes. yeah. and like yeah. but everything. then you can go and but you can go to them and say like Hey, like I really appreciate you stepping out mm-hmm. and like being bold and stuff like that. Yeah. And then it's like, I don't know. I just think. Yeah, I would agree. Just every human person just wants to be seen. Mm. Let them fly. Just let them let be seen. Every human person. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't stay on the microphone. Um, yeah, mm. they want to be seen. Yeah. 
They want to roll. Yeah. <laughs> like lobsters. <laughs> Even just like, no. Okay, maybe this isn't the first step, but when you have personal conversion, like mm. when you when you realize, mm. like the Lord wants me. Mm. Yeah, that's also a turning point when mm-hmm. they become, right. they now become like the committed people and the fear is driven out. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know if that's step one because I think the, f- the conversion definitely happens after they, mm-hmm. they are seeked out and yeah, after pursued. Yeah, been established. Um, mm-hmm. No, that'd probably be step two. Take that back. <laughs> Edit <laughs> that, that out. <laughs> Cut that one out. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> Yeah, that's a good point that, like, you don't need to have a conversion first to, like, start getting involved. No. Oftentimes mm-hmm. it happens as you're a youth adult. Mm. People have conversions at net training after they've signed it's up. True. Yeah. It's true. It happens. Yeah. I, one th- other thing that came to mind <clears throat> was that I think a lot of times when we think about how, like, catechism and, like, teaching young people about the faith, mm-hmm. um, we we do – like, there's a tendency – that I've noticed of people just wanting to water things down Mm. of just like, Mm. you know, like give them, give them a little bit, you know, we don't want to scare them away, but like at some point the truth just needs to be proclaimed. Like, and it's like young people can take it. Like they can like, you know, like you don't have to beat around the bush necessarily. Like you can actually just like go for it and proclaim the truth to them. Like let like, like say without, without like flowering it up or anything like Mm. Jesus loves you, you know? And it's like, add, and actually explain how that's possible, like through, mm-hmm. um, through the incarnation, through his death and resurrection. Yeah. Like, and using language, I just like want to clarify, like yeah. using language that they understand in the yeah. sense of like mm. experiences that they've had. It's like, you know, you know what it's like to be loved by your father or your mother. Like, yeah. That, mm-hmm. Instead yeah. of being like, Jesus loves you. And, you know, it's. Anyway, and they yeah. love, yeah. they love asking the hard questions and they love trying to. Mm-hmm. Tr- like not tricky challenge you yeah. but you that's how they're going to get the answers <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah totally just be honest be honest yeah, yeah. sure i want to teach a catechism class now <laughs> i have there's this teacher at one of the high schools on one of the teams mm-hmm. um he does this thing on fridays he's a religion teacher and he does sauce oh. box sauce box and it's basically a whole lesson where the the class can write any question they want mm. any question like there's no limit and he will read the question out no matter what it is. But this teacher is so skilled and so good at bringing the conversation back to, like, truth. Mm. Yeah, it's so good. Whoa. But mm. though, that's I where they, they ask the hard questions, but they get the, the true answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I forgot um, who was saying this. I think it was a staff event, so maybe you were here too. But um, about what you were saying about, like, just say it as it is. Mm. Um, I forgot who was saying this, but they were like, if I if I went to a like a a Muslim community, mm-hmm. I I'm there seeking like I want to know what their faith is. Mm-hmm. I want to know the truth of what they believe. So if I if I show up and they're trying to water it down, that gives me nothing. Mm-hmm. Like that does not give me any answers about what their what their mm-hmm. faith says mm-hmm. and what their truth is. Yeah. I want to hear it as it is. And so when we have people visiting the Catholic Church or coming to Mass, like we've missed an opportunity if we're watering down the truth because they, they came there. Who's a benefit? Knowing what they were getting themselves <laughs> into. Yeah. And then not getting what they got, like what they wanted. <laughs> like, obviously, mm. there's different situations and different Nuances people. And, yeah, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. yeah. 
Oh, man. So good. Well, I think we're going to close it there. No. no. Just kidding. One of you can still really sp- speak slash pray if you guys want to end us off in a prayer. Oh, he did the eyebrows. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, we praise and thank you for this opportunity to share stories and to have fun. We thank you for the youth who um, are in our church, and we just continue to pray for evangelization and for your truth and for the church. Bless our day and bless our followers and our audience. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. I see you leading prayer. You matter. Oh. (laughs) Oh. I matter. Practical. (laughs) You saw it here. Right here. You saw it here. Conversion. There was was a line. Oh, it was like so. It was in the book of Ezekiel today in what we were doing staff prayer. But uh, Ezekiel was asking the angel, was it the Lord? The angel I'm not of the Lord that guy quotes scripture. <laughs> um, but, Comment below. But he says like, it's like, Lord, how will I mm. prophesy bo- life into these bones? And then the Lord says, oh, you already know. He doesn't, <laughs> says that in old language. Yeah. He's like, oh, you know it. You know you it. Know, boy. <laughs> you, you know, boy. You already know. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> That's what the gangster Bible would do. That would be the yes. translation. That's Pia's Bible. <laughs> Pia? <laughs> Pia or Pierre? Pia, P-I-A. She refers to God as bro. Bro. Like bro. Yeah, Pia's been on the podcast before. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, um, if you'd like to find out more about our ministry, you can head over to netcanada.ca or follow us. Oh, clink, clink. clink. Or follow us clink. on social media at netcanada. We've got a pretty fire social media. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for coming on the podcast. And uh, thank thank you all for joining us. We'll see you in next week's episode or next, I don't know, whenever the next episode (laughs) comes out. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.